Hello, friends. I'm your host, Christina, and you're listening to Radical Stepmoms, a podcast about the good, bad, and really ugly moments about raising a child that you didn't create. Here, I'll discuss the realities of co-parenting, the way stepmotherhood affects a marriage, the relationship with our stepkids, and most of all, navigating the relationship with ourselves. I want each episode to leave you feeling validated, empowered, and oh so radical. So pour yourself a LaCroix, a glass of red, or whatever, and listen in on Radical Stepmoms. Hello, you are listening to Radical Stepmoms. This is Christina. And Gannette. Hey! <laughs> um, unfortunately, I did I did get asked um like if we're meeting in person or not. And this is a Zoom uh recording this time around, but um you got your wine? I do, absolutely. You got red or white? Oh, you got red. red. I'm a cab girl. Yeah, yeah, and I got my I got my white. I got my Josh's seller or Josh Sellers Sauvignon Blanc. Did I say Ooh. that right? Yeah, Ooh. Sauvignon Blanc. Um, no, my girlfriend came over last night um, and she brought it and then left it. <laughs> so fantastic. Yeah. I love that. Cheers. Clink. Well, we got to see each other a few days ago. So that was fun. We did. Yes. And I'm always like, we should go live. We should go live on Instagram and answer some questions. Maybe we'll do that, but we always have so much catching up to do that it's. I know you can't you know. catching up in yeah. a few hours we have together. Yeah. Um, well, so in this episode, we are doing a Q and A, and then we are going to roll into Truth or Dare. So <laughs> switching up the episodes for some fun um, because I yeah, I think I think this is going to be great. So. Um, everyone's dying to know, G. Uh, what's going on with you? Update us. Oh man! I know. Well, let's see. <laughs> um, in regards to the marriage piece, um, the divorce proceedings and all of that, the paperwork has been filed, so that's on its way. Um, things should be finalized sometime in the winter. Um. I don't know if this applies in every state, but um, in Washington state, there's a 90 day, uh, what they call a cool off period. So hmm. once all the documents are submitted and all the fees are paid and all that, um, the court, uh, the judge won't sign until the 90 days are up, um, which makes sense, but can be you know a little annoying too. But mm -hmm. you know some people have a change of heart, um, circumstances change um, when kiddos aren't involved and it's a straightforward, uh, process such as mine is, um, then, you know, it seems kind of, you know, over the top, but makes mm -hmm. sense. Anyway, I say all that to say that, um, that's why I'm not sure yet, but by before 2022, will I be legally a single individual? Mm -hmm. So, um, that's a lot to wrap my mind around, but you know, things have been good and, um, it's, it's exactly, I think where I need to be with that process. So, yeah. Um, and then what else is going on with me? I think for most of you that have seen anything on my post, I recently passed my licensure exam. So, yes. I'm so <laughs> Thank you for all of the, uh, you know, just support and uh, celebration. I was, you know, that's new to me on Instagram. So um, it was just, it was great. It was a great accomplishment. And um, like I mentioned in my post, it was a bigger deal than just the exam. And I think with 
everything happening right now in my life and the season that I'm in, um, it was more of a win than I could have imagined. Mm-hmm. Did. It was just, mm-hmm. a, just a tremendous, a tremendous accomplishment for me. So I'm pretty pumped about that. Just, um, you know, mm-hmm. yes. Professional. Yes. yes. And you have, do you have any trips planned? You usually have trips planned. I, yes, I actually am planning actively. And right now with everything going on with COVID and the Delta variant, um, I'm being mindful of that. But my goal is in the month of September to do a solo trip. Um, the idea is international, assuming that things are okay. Open enough. Yeah. But Mm. I've been thinking about something like this for as long as I can remember. And this is the time for me to take a solo trip, you know, by myself for- And you say you're going to eat, pray, love it? Yes. I'm going to eat, pray, love it. (laughs) I mean, I won't be doing the whole, you know, Italy and all the- Bali. Yeah. yeah, Bali and all those beautiful countries. Um, I would like to one day, but something where I am in front of a beach, um, something exotic and gorgeous. Maybe a little Stella got her groove back theme. You know? <laughs> something, something. So I'm planning that. Um, and I'm just, I'm really excited and I don't really care where it is as long as I'm with myself, not by myself, but with myself mm. amongst others. Yes. That, you know, I get to operate on a day-to-day basis and do Gannett a hundred percent of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and celebrate myself and really just be with the space and the, um, the journey that I'm on right now. Yeah. Yeah. And September is a, is a tricky month because, and the reason I chose September is um, that is the month that my father's birthday is. Mm-hmm. Um, that's also the month that I was married. Um, it's just, there's a, there's a few different kind of just things that happen in the month of September that are once upon a time celebratory and now can be interpreted as triggers or just kind of a funky month for me, for lack of a better term. So, mm-hmm. um, it's a good time to get away and just, and do me. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll keep y'all updated on my destination as soon as I yeah. pull the trigger on tickets. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, I just love all of that. And I, um, I love the way that you frame that, that you're not by yourself. What did you say? You're not not necessarily by myself, but with myself. With myself, yeah. yeah. And I think for me, I don't. It was something I was reading, and it, and it just it, it it just became so much more clear, right? I mean, because we probably use that verbiage many a times, but not really thought about it. But lately, I'm in this season where I am with myself a lot. I am consciously choosing to be with me, something that is very foreign to me. Mm-hmm. And I have. It's gonna sound. It might sound corny, but. I have fallen in love with myself all over again. There's yeah, a new girl. Yeah, I'm like, I don't really, I don't really want to do that. I want to be with me and whatever that entails. And, you know, whether it be walking or whatever, I mean, just a lot of self-care, a lot of just me time. Even if I'm just sitting on the couch reading or binge watching Netflix. I mean, like mm-hmm. there's no, I would, I would hope that there's no better company than yourself. And so yeah. that's me learning these days. And I love that. So that's the space that I'm in right now. And I'm just, I'm all about it. Yeah. I know a lot of stepmoms right now are probably like, fuck, that sounds amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like me, I'm stepmoms. <laughs> I no, mean- no, let, me, let me go to the other side real quick now. Now let me <laughs> listen. While it does sound lovely and it is, 
there, I'm human and there are definitely rough moments, right? Because mm-hmm. the loss of a relationship, the loss of, you know, just um, what life looked like once upon a time. I mean, it's just grief, right? And so grief goes in stages and in waves. And so um, within that, I am finding my my new kind of flow, right? Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, but I but I hear you. I mean, it is, mm-hmm. it's a lot of me time. So yeah, it's, it's fun right now, but you know. Yeah, there's of course those those hard times and those those things that creep up on you unexpectedly and things that come up and you're like, oh fuck, I'm in my feels about this. Like why? I, yeah. I see, you know, I see you with your daughter and I see like my friends with their kids and I'm like, oh, you know, those are those are the precious memories and the things that kind of you know come up. And for me, I you know, you just have to stop and uh, acknowledge what you're feeling in that moment recognize it and say this is a part of the process but and then also think like that's going to be me one day again mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. the story will look different right yeah so, yep. yeah yeah so. um what has helped you the most in these past few months like when you get into those I mean you mentioned you know acknowledging the feeling and you know sitting with it but what um what has helped you kind of pull you out of that Mm-hmm. Um, I think leaning on, you know, just the people that I have been able to lean on. My mom has been very instrumental. Our relationship has, um, mm-hmm. kind of developed even deeper, you know, with, with this transition and her support and just her being my rock. Um, I'm reading this book that my good friend, my good childhood friend, you know, sent me a, a little cute care package Aww. and it's a book of affirmations. And um, I read, you know, a passage every day or every other day, and it just kind of centers me, and it's very relatable. Um, so just, yeah, leaning on those that um that I know have been solid for me. Mm-hmm. Um, you yourself, Christina, have heard my venting sessions, you mm-hmm. know, together, and so just being able to have a uh, an ear, mm-hmm. and then and then sometimes it's just um, going and doing something for myself that I'm like. Mm-hmm. But like this past Saturday, I took myself to the spa for a few hours. Nice. You know, it's just like, okay, spontaneous planning. I'm just going to go to the spa because yeah. what I need right now. So mm-hmm. just listening to what I need. Um, and yeah, just making yeah. sure that it feels good, whatever it is, whether it's leaning on someone, whether it's being alone, whether it's crying, whether it's drinking wine, whether it's walking. Mm-hmm. It just depends on the day. Truly, yeah. it's a day by day process, and I can't mm-hmm. emphasize that more. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, um, I, I, it's, it's interesting to like, I guess, hear you talk about. I guess I'm, I'm, I'm noticing your, your, your growth, and like I'm witnessing all that, and, and all the things that, like you're accomplishing and, and how you're, you know, moving through all that stuff and you're doing it very gracefully. So I love you. Thank you. And I love you. I appreciate that. I really do. Um, and you got a solid group of, uh, women who are rooting for you. Um, and are excited to see what you do. (laughs) Uh, This is all brand new, this whole Instagram thing, but I really, I'm getting the hang of it slowly, but surely. Yeah. So let's jump right into that question. Okay, <laughs> <tell me. laughs> 
one of those well there's several questions aimed at you so okay. going into the q a um right. one of the questions that we got was um how does gonna enjoy instagram now that you are on the gram how are you are you scrolling are you watching the reels are you i'm watching the reels i've learned about the reels in the last few weeks <laughs> it's fucking hilarious these things out here it's crazy listen you guys I am so old school. Like I'm just getting hip to all this stuff. It's crazy. And obviously I've had it for just a few months, set it up with the help of Christina. Clearly <laughs> I've only gotten a few posts so far, but I do the stories more just because I'm used to Snapchat. Mm -hmm. And so with that, you just do your stories and, you know, I'll be like, Oh, this is fun. I'll do this. And so mm -hmm. I don't think as much about me posting, although I, I probably should share more about my day to day now that I am talking about what I'm doing. Um, but connecting with a lot of these women that I didn't realize were so involved in my journey. And by involved, I mean listening. And I know, you know, because Christina, you've done the social media when we were, you know, together on this platform and together on this podcast, um, I didn't. Um, you never believed me. Like I always tell <laughs> you like, hey, you know, they're asking about you. They want, you know, like. Mm -hmm. here's this message I would screenshot shit and send it to you and <laughs> but yeah, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Well, really? like I just didn't know what to do with it now I'm getting these messages directly and they're so sweet and um you know people can relate and I didn't realize how my journey not necessarily well can impact someone but can you know just kind of provide them the the clarity the support just being relatable um mm -hmm and just whatever fill in the blank there and it's just it's amazing to get these personal messages and I'm like wow this is great and some of them I've got feel like I'm like getting to know like mm -hmm. by Instagram friends I'm like is this what this is because I like her you know <laughs> right <laughs> you know so it's um slowly but surely I'm getting the hang of it mm -hmm. um yeah I'm getting the hang of it in fact you commented the other day, I think it was a couple of weeks ago around my exam time, you were like, you getting the hang of this Instagram thing. Uh -huh. <laughs> like, yeah, girl, I've been, I've been practicing. <laughs> I know. I think I saw your stories and I'm like, yeah, girl, use that filter. <laughs> I was like, location. Let me go ahead and let them know where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. It's, uh, it's, it's growing on me slowly. My old school self, I'm coming out of my shell. So yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, another question for you. Um, would you date a man with kids again? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> um, that's actually, that's a pretty easy answer for me. And that's a yes. Um, the reason I say that is because uh, it's never been a, the fact or the, the issue has never been the idea that the person has a child, right? Mm -hmm. um, it's about what that all comes with. And I feel like to... Um, you know, I'm a woman of a particular age, you know, you know, I'm in my thirties and I feel like, um, people have had a story, you know what I mean? And they've had a past and I will probably come across an individual. I just assume that may have a child or two. Um, and that's okay. I think the biggest thing is what does that look like? And what am I entering? Um, mm -hmm. when I did it in the previous relationship, I went blindly. I walked in with no knowledge, no experience. And, a whole different set of expectations and desire for what I wanted to to make it look like 
all wrong things to do, right? So essentially what I'm saying is long story short, yes, but I would do it very differently. Mm-hmm. Very, very differently. And by that, I mean, um, taking it slower, putting my needs right up there as long, uh, up there with everyone else's. Um, and just having a lot of that communication very clear in the beginning before delving in. I'm a helper. Christina, you're a helper. Mm-hmm. We like to jump in uh, with two feet first. This time I'm going to put the big toe in first, feel it out. You know what I mean? Just take a slow. Let things evolve naturally um, because I want to be able to make sure it's the right scenario before putting my whole heart and energy into it. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, I mean, if, it's, if a good person comes across and they got a kid or two, let's talk. I mean, ain't nothing like that. I, I always tell, I always tell Jake, like, if I could go back in time when he first told me that he had a kid and stuff and, and all that shit, like, you know, my first couple questions were like, Oh, how old? And what is, you know, what is, what is he like? And like asking about the kid. No, man, I needed to be asking about the mom. <laughs> I needed to be like, what's your ex like on a scale of one to 10, zero being zero conflict, super like Jersey wearing type of situation. Right. <laughs> so right. She hates my gut, you know, like mm-hmm. I, I, I feel like that that would have been a more telling conversation. Yeah. Um, and yep. yeah. Like not to mention, like you say, like, instead of asking, you know, so many questions about the kids and how, cause you know, I think you and I have shared this several times where you jumped in and said, you know, we can help in this area, in this area, in various areas, but it's like, how do we just date our partner? Right. Right. Yeah. On that, not to say that the child isn't there and that, you know, that space in your life isn't going to be kind of taken up by them at some point, but let it be a slow, natural, you know, progression to that versus, saying, oh, I can help with this. And I can, I can, you know, I have solutions and, you know, ideas around this. Mm. No, let's just date when you don't have your kid. And then sometimes we can kind of slowly, you know, bring in the child in terms of spending quality time and getting to know each other. Yeah. More dating, less parenting in the start. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, so that's, that's, that would be my approach next time Mm. around. Yep. Mm -hmm. Um, all right. So jumping into some questions, um, should your spouse talk with you, the stepmom, before changing the schedule? Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to let you get that one. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, it's just like, these are one of the, I can hear, I hear, I get questions and I can see like both sides and it's not so like black and white and stuff. Not this question. For me, I really struggle to see the partner's perspective of why they would think that's fucking okay. Like I struggle because if you are like, it's just really, it's inconsiderate. Like Mm -hmm. it's just inconsiderate. And there it's an un, it's a, um, what, what am I looking for? Um, it's an unnecessary tension that the partner is bringing into the relationship. Of all it takes is communication and yes, communication is hard, but all it takes is asking a question. Hey, how would you feel if, you know, Timmy (laughs) came early or stayed longer or whatever? Like that's all it takes. And even if, and, and something that I, uh, I, 
uh, encourage or, you know, is that even if it's not, even if your partner doesn't want there to be like permission, like even if the, your partner's like, I'm not asking you permission, I'm going to, I want time with my kid or like whatever it is, fine. Mm -hmm. But to give the courtesy of this is happening, here's a heads up. Mm -hmm. a long way because you are considering your partner you're showing your partner that you are thinking of them and that you respect their time and their emotions and all that shit so to me it's like yeah of, co of course like that should be the status quo of mm -hmm. if you are going to be directly impacted by a change in schedule or whatever then yeah, you should be consulted about it. Yep, 100%. Jumping off my box, like. <laughs> like it's a no brainer. Well, let me take it, let me take it a step further and say, so this question to your partner, right? Mm -hmm. Does it make a difference if you're married or not? Mm. Like you're dating and you're in a relationship or you're not married, but you're living together or you're married, right? And I mean, I have my thoughts, well, what are yours? You know, that's something that comes up um, frequently is, you know, can I be called a stepmom yet? Because we're not married, like we're living together. And I, this is my opinion and the, the lens that I look through and, um, you know, courts may not recognize a stepmom as a stepmom unless there's a marriage certificate. Fine. But guess what? A marriage certificate doesn't give you any fucking legal rights anyway. So right. thanks for the title, but I don't get shit with it. I'm still like, nothing actually changes. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's like, who the fuck cares if the courts, you know, acknowledge me or not. I can, it's just, a, it's just a label. It's just a, a name and it's, and it signifies something. Um, but it also just kind of assists in the whole role identity within the family unit of the kids are identical, but of course the bio mom often has a problem with that. So anyway, back to the original question. Um, I think, yes, going down through the levels, like not married, but living together. Yes. Because they are still going to be impacted by it. Mm -hmm. Like still going to be impacted by it. It's their home too, you know? Um, and then if they're not, yes, I feel like no matter what, and again, it's not permission. It's just, uh, consulting or ha having conversation because if, Hey, you know, we're supposed to go out on a date on Saturday, but now you're going to have your kids. Um, it would be really considerate if you were to have a conversation with me about that first. So I can make other fucking plans yes. if you're gonna be with your kids or, you know, whatever. Yes. All right. Your thoughts? Do you, I agree. I agree. Yeah. I agree wholeheartedly. I think it, it impacts um, the relationship differently based on, you know, kind of where they're at, whether they're dating in the house, but not officially legally married, but still in a committed relationship and then also married. Um, I think the only difference with not living together is just like you said, being mindful of the time, right? Because it's, well, we know that every other weekend, it's our weekend together. And so now you have them every weekend, for example, but nothing on the weekdays. And so it's still about that communication and collaborating with your partner in terms of just keeping them in the loop and saying, mm -hmm. so our life, our private time, our individual time as adults is going to change. And this is what it looks like um, just because then you're building that solid foundation for communication and for kind of that, you know, united Mm -hmm. partnerships because if you can start good there 
then, you know, you can, you know, you use those skills going forward in other, you know, obstacles in the relationship. Yep. So I think even if it's a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whomever, um, don't, don't shortchange it because you don't have a ring or you don't have the title of we live in, or, you right. know, I think, um, whether or not you can change that is one thing, but the most important thing is being able to feel like you were communicated with about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. And you're bringing, <laughs> I'm having these flashbacks, <laughs> these flashbacks. traumatizing flashbacks. Um, so not even like cuss or not even like changes in the schedule, but, and this is actually something that my husband and I still navigate. So when we first started dating, just dating, you know, we were skydiving and like jumping out of planes and stuff. So every like weekend that we were together, we would travel and, you know, and spend the weekend. And my, well, my boyfriend, then he would just assume like, oh, we, we will bring my son when we go and do this. Never really communicating to me. Oh, um, when I'm jumping out of a plane, you're going to be on the ground taking care of my kid. Mm. And that was never communicated. And at that, this was such like a defining moment in my early stepmom role, because I did not speak up. Mm. I did not like say, Hey, I'm not really okay with this. It became an expectation because I didn't say anything. So Mm -hmm. then weekend after weekend, after weekend, it was just assumed that I'd be taken in with his kid. And then he ended up like working for the drop zones. He was jumping all day long and I'm on the ground with his kid. I'm babysitting at this point. And I'm just like, what the hell? So now fast forward eight years yeah. <laughs> and now it's like an expectation where I'm like, cool. So our custody is the same. He's with us, mm-hmm. but my husband needs to communicate ahead of time. If he plans on golfing when we have him, or yeah. if he plans on going and meeting a friend for drinks, if we have him or like any time where he's just going to assume like, Oh, he's going to be with you. That's going to be fine. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that needs to be thoroughly communicated. Um, yeah. Even if, and it's not always asking permission. It's just that courtesy of, Hey, I'm going to be working late. This means you are going to be with him, you know, whatever. So yeah. Respecting your time in that space. Right. And mm-hmm. your example of the skydiving, it's, it's perfect in that, you know, preliminary stages of the relationship. Uh-huh. You're really I mean in those moments you know and I can say myself too how does this make it easier for him mm-hmm. how do I help him how yeah. do I make things flow smoother so I'm just going to step in I'm going to you know play this role you know even though you probably had conflicting you know feelings oh, yeah. at the moment but you thought you know whatever I am he's happy I'm happy we're happy the kiddo's happy it's all good and with time you realize nah that's not Mm -hmm. yeah there were so many layers to that point of my life where I was you know that holy trying to prove yourself Mm -hmm. then I'm like 26 and with this guy and all of a sudden I'm like wait I'm taking care of a kid so now I feel like we're part of a family and Mm -hmm. that's weird like it was going too fast but also I was trying to like let him know that I was like up for it or I didn't want to break it off like I didn't want him to perceive me as like oh you're not ready for someone with kids type of thing because that wasn't the case but I needed to like stop the fucking breaks and it wasn't until a major meltdown 
<laughs> that that was at all communicated and it was the backpedaling which is you know what I'm always trying to preach to stepmoms now of yeah. slow it down right life lessons right yep 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 and I still bring that shit up with Jake and he's just like well fuck I didn't know <laughs> <laughs> I'll still go remind you <laughs> uh-huh oh okay so next question um how do you handle a roller coaster bio mom so she's uh like a sour patch kid she's sweet and then (laughs) and then she's sour (laughs) go ahead and pour myself some more wine because i can't speak to this question (laughs) well well, yours was always sour i know that's what i'm saying so i can't speak to this question you never got the sweet no, never. So uh-huh. you know, it's all, it's all good. It's uh, something I can't really relate to. Yeah. I mean, I know you have a little. My, I mean, yeah. She, our issue is she is always, not always. There's been times when she's been feisty, like face to face, but she avoids conflict. Like she does not do well with face to face conflict. So she saves it all for the keyboard. So that's where we get the sweet. And that's what really bugs me because I just want to be genuine. I just want there to be consistency. Like just pick a side. I don't care. Like, um, because when she's sweet or even in emails and stuff, when things are okay, you know, I'm always waiting for that other, I'm waiting for it to all ramp up again. And that's a trauma response for sure. Um, but what I always say, um, or boundaries and that she may fluctuate between that sweet and sour. Um, but you need to remain neutral. You need to remain like a saltine cracker, like <laughs> just neutral. And whenever she's sweet, um, like I am, I'm neutral back. Like she was at my front door this morning and she was trying to be all like, Oh, like, you know, like, you know, <laughs> And I'm like, okay, yeah, good morning. Okay, yep, dude, get your shoes on, get get out, like go, like <laughs> you know, and oh. and I'm not encouraging any small talk, like, and that's what she does out of a like awkward um, reflex, like she just is queen of small talk, um, mm-hmm. and I just am very minimal with it, um, keep it very business, don't give her any crumbs, um, and then I'm I've gotten to the point where when she's salty I'm pretty much the same it's business-like it is like forward it's I I don't really fluctuate until something really egregious happens and I need to get and when I say I it's usually me and Jake but it we're you know presented as a team front but we get a little more like blunt with things but for the most part she hasn't earned our trust. And if that is something that you are constantly grappling with of, can we actually trust her? Because every time we do, we get burned. Like there's your answer. Remain neutral. Don't give her, don't think, oh my gosh, she's turned a corner. Like don't fall for it again until you remain neutral for a long period of time. And she proves herself. And there's, you know, investment into what that relationship could possibly be. Um, But that emotional tug of war, Mm -hmm. that is one, the basis of a high conflict relationship. And two, that's narcissism. So when you are dealing with that, you know, we talk about the gray rock method and all that stuff, but, um, remain 
neutral in a way that is authentic to you, mm-hmm. um, where, you know, it wouldn't be authentic to me to be completely stone-faced when she's in front of me. Like, I'm not trying to be a bitch to her, right. um, but I gray rock her in a way where I'm not giving her anything extra. Like I'm not participating in, you know, the extra small talk and, oh yeah, well, how was your weekend? It like, I don't know. Like yeah. I just keep it short, sweet. So I guess those are my two things, the boundaries um, and remaining like, you know, um, what, what were my two things? <laughs> boundaries? Neutral. Remaining neutral. And remain, remaining neutral. <laughs> And I want to add, or just piggyback off what you said, while I, you know, I joked and said, I can't really relate to that because in my experience, it's completely different and that's neither here or there. But what I will say in general, is you hit it on the head, it's that trust, right? And it's in in, in a lot of our relationships, right? In various relationships, I mean, trust and consistency prove, you know, a lot to an individual, right? And so um, I think that's, you know, two things that you really have to, you know, kind of look for is, can you trust the individual and are they consistent? Mm-hmm. And with that, just keeping in mind with that neutral piece that you talked about is sometimes for some bio moms, they feel there's a power and can they pull on that power? Can they play on that power? And so there should be no power in a situation where you're just trying to do the best to raise this child. The common goal is to raise a child to the best of your abilities. And so we're not going to entertain her attitude one day and then her niceness the other day. So you know, you're not a Sour Patch Kid. Okay, that's a candy, one of my favorite candies. You're not out here as a Sour Patch Kid. <laughs> so I'm going to treat you like an individual and I'm going to give you what you give me. And I think being neutral and staying true to yourself, what you said, Christina, you just, it, you hit it right on the head. And that's it because when you fluctuate because of someone's power, let's just use that for an example, they feel that, right? They mm-hmm. feel that shift. You don't want to give that to them. Okay. Anybody, not even buy them, just anyone. You know what I mean? So be your authentic self, know your role, stay in that, know your worth and just, Hey, you know, give, like, give them what they give you. That's what I say. I feel like all will be well in the perfect world. (laughs) Yeah. Yep. And you know, it's always, it's always surprising to me when I notice my own growth, (laughs) like she was at my front door this morning and you know, Um, she interacts with my daughter and though I don't like it, um, I never want my daughter to pick up on stuff Mm, Um, and I'm going to try and protect that from her as long as I can. And so I really appreciate how bio mom lays it on fucking thick with my daughter to the point where she's even bought her, or I don't think she ever bought her anything, but she like gifts her like hand-me-downs or whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so, but like at the same time, (laughs) just it's so fake (laughs) um and I just take it for what it is um and and I still have that feeling of uh what's the email gonna say like Mm. any email and and that's where I notice you know like how my stomach like does flips anytime I see her name in my inbox you know um and you know just trying to remain neutral in that and when we get an email I take a deep breath and I assess, do I need to open it right now? Mm-hmm. Is this really necessary? Right, yeah, Am yeah. I in a space that if I open it, I can handle whatever's in it. And then if I do, and like all this freaking thought mm-hmm. goes into reading a message, but you know, it can super, it can really impact you. Um, and it can, it has 
messed up total it's messed up date nights it's messed up a weekend like um so that flip-flop just remaining neutral and going okay even in those moments of whatever she's going to say whatever this email says Mm -hmm. I can handle it it is not urgent I don't need to respond this doesn't mean she has control she may think she may have control but my partner and I can discuss it like I have to like talk myself through all of this stuff um and you know quick plug here all that shit I talked about my overcoming baby mama drama workshop <laughs> of yeah. those, like things that you have to do um and really strengthening those skills so you can handle the ups and downs so yeah. yeah 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 and we all need that support yep yeah um we cut you kind of touched on this next question um tips for self-care um caring oh taking time for you um how do you make that a priority? Oh man, I think I touched on that in the beginning, but I I guess I'll just reiterate that um, right now it's all about me. And um, sometimes it takes uh, some hardship for you to get there, Um, but don't let that be the case if if you can, right? And make sure that you make yourself a priority. Um, Being present with yourself because the more you take care of you, you can be a better version for your spouse your partner, your friends, your loved ones, your family, your kids, you know what I mean? So, I mean, if you are, you're taking care of you first, then you can be the better version or the best version of yourself. So make that time, even if it's half an hour, an hour, whatever, even if you feel like you're being selfish, trust me, you're not. Um, and self-care looks like whatever there, I mean, there's so many like lists of do this and look at these ideas and read this book. No, do whatever the hell you want. Okay. Yeah. What your heart desires, do it. That's the way you're taking care of yourself. Mm -hmm. So I guess, um, if you know, whatever, whatever makes you happy in that moment, just do it. Mm -hmm. It Sounds big and, you know, kind of just vague, but if that means that you need to eat that Snickers bar or if that, (laughs) (laughs) you know, or, you know, if you just, um, want to binge watch Netflix for four hours in a row and not feel guilty about it. Well, that's what I did. So the other night, quick tangent here about self-care the other night, um, it was the first night I think that cause Jake's still gone right, uh, right now. So I think it was the first night and I had, I posted on stories, like what show should I watch? So I started watching Virgin river. Mm -hmm. Um, have you watched it? Oh yeah. Yeah. You have? I finished all the seasons. Okay. (laughs) I haven't watched. I mean, I just started it. So I, I was like, all right, I can get into this. So Mm -hmm. I watched, this is what (laughs) I watched like four episodes and then I'm like, oh shit. Like I need to like, I need to like go up, like go upstairs, take a shower, like go to bed. Like it was like 12, it was like midnight. Right. And the kids are in bed, obviously, you know, and I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm, this is the last one. This is the last one, but they're so good at the cliffhangers, man. So good. So I, (laughs) I was like, all right, I'm going to go upstairs. So I go upstairs and I (laughs) uh, took a shower and I'm like, okay, well I have to like brush my hair and do my face, like my skincare routine. And I have to brush my teeth. And I'm like, that could probably take me a long time. I should watch an episode while I'm. <laughs> yes. Yes. 
on yeah. to another episode and then it was like another cliffhanger and I'm laying in bed like in the dark holding my phone <laughs> I can't go I didn't go to sleep till 2 a.m you were watching it on your phone I was watching on my phone yes I do the same thing sometimes I'm like I want to lay in bed and finish this show so I'll just take it over to my bed <laughs> yeah god I love technology that reason that's so good i love that good for I, you. I was a mess in the morning because of course my daughter you know wakes me up hella early um but it was so worth it like that to me was self-care like sometimes sleep is self-care sometimes yeah. staying up really fucking late by yourself enjoying silence and mm -hmm. a tea like a show that you really you're really into um, especially a show that I know my husband wouldn't really get into. So I was just like, I gotta get really into this. So he can't take it away from me when he gets home. <laughs> I'm so glad. I can't believe we haven't had this conversation. I absolutely love Virgin River plug for Virgin River. I mean, I don't oh know, it's such a good show. Yeah. but to add to your other, your list of, um, self-care saying no is self-care. Oh yeah. Yeah. You know, and yeah. that, that could apply to anybody. Right. But just saying no, yep. if you don't feel like doing it, don't do it. Yeah. You know, yep. just don't do it. Like a uh, quick example, I, I spontaneously took my mom lunch over the weekend hmm. and just, she cooks a lot of traditional African food. So she doesn't really eat a lot of other things. So I decided to bring her some vegetarian Thai food. She loves that. Hmm. And she doesn't eat it unless I bring it to her. So I brought it to her and her friend was over and it was this whole thing. Say all that to say that if I make the trip down to my mom's house, which is like, I don't know, 30 minutes, 40 minutes, whatever. You want to spend the night, right? He wants me to spend the night every single time. And I wasn't ready to spend the night. And I didn't want to. I really didn't. I just wanted to go visit for a few hours. And so she was pulling out all the stops to get me to spend the night. Well, I'll cook you some food. You can take home tomorrow and I can do this and all that. And I said, I'm going to stay for a few hours and I'm going to go home at this time. And it worked out great. We had an amazing time, her girlfriend and I and the three of us. And, and I came home and it was so nice to be able to sleep in my own bed. And I thought... Mm -hmm good for you, Gannett, for saying no, yeah. because I love my mama. I want to say yes to her. I want to be there with her. She's by herself a lot, you know? And so like, there's a little bit of a guilt and, and all the feelings there involved. And so it felt good to be like, okay, cool. Saw her quality time, gave her some, yeah. you know, yummy food. And then here I am back in my place, like in the bed watching more shows. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. I know. I promise you after we're done recording, I'm going, well, I have a lot of stuff to clean upstairs, but, um, <laughs> I'm going to be doing, I'm going to be having, you know, I'm going to be watching Virgin river, like in the background. And I don't, I, you know, I don't know what time I'm going to go to bed because yeah. I don't have a husband in my bed. That's like, oh, come to bed already. You know? Yeah. Right. You can worry about that tomorrow upon his tomorrow. return. Yep. Yeah. Um, Last thing about self-care, and then we're going to take our break, and we are going to come back with the truth or dare. Oh, goodness. <laughs> but last thing about self-care is it's one thing when you're talking about self-care and the things that you want to do and the things that you want to, the time that you want to take for yourself. It's another thing to communicate them to your family so it happens. Mm. And that is something that my husband and I, I will say, are really, really good at. And it's not only I need him to recognize my need for time and space away from the house or time and space for myself in the house, whatever that looks like. Um, but I recognize that he needs that too. Mm -hmm. And it's a dual effort. Um, and I feel like I get more understanding from him when obviously I, he feels he's understood. Um, and so like around Monday or Tuesday during the week, we're already talking about, okay, 
Hey, oh, so you want to go golfing with Gary on Sunday? <laughs> Not Gary. <laughs> if you're going golfing with Gary, on, and I always say it like that. I don't know why I say his name weird. Anyway, <laughs> if you're going golfing on Sunday, I'm going to go do this on Saturday. And we like, and it's like, it's on the calendar. It's okay. Golfing, you know, that's four hours, depending upon commute. It's five hours. Okay. And then, okay, I'm going to go do, get my nails done. I'm going to go to the spa. I'm going to meet a friend for lunch, like whatever that is. Mm -hmm. Um, and keeping it like, because our partners need that too. And I feel like if we start a conversation of, Hey, I'm feeling really burnt out. Are you feeling burnt out? Or, you know, I really would benefit from time away from the house. Would you feel that way too? Like making it a team effort and acknowledging where you're both at. Um, one, I feel like brings you closer as a couple and then just acknowledging that life is hard. Family life is hard. Be being an adult is really hard and it's tiring and you need that time. Um, but also that guilt kind of, cause I, I carry that guilt, right. But because my husband can say, you don't need to feel guilty. Like we both need this. You deserve this. Like, just like I deserve, you know, it's like a, we're taking care of each other. Um, and he, he has done a really good job of like seeing me in that way. And, you know, me making an effort to, you know, offer him the same, the same time. So just a little thing there that, you know, we talk about our self-care and stuff, but turning towards our partners, we probably get more understanding from them if we're also reciprocating. Yes. Yeah. Yep. I so. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. All right. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back and y'all submitted some truth or dare questions and okay. here we go. <laughs> okay. We're back and we are going to do truth or dare. <laughs> I can't like truth or dare. I haven't done this since I was like 13. I don't know. Like, have you ever played truth or dare? I have. It's been many years. I don't even know the last time I played it, but yeah. Yeah. I don't know. So, so yeah, familiar. Oh boy. I'm a little nervous. And this is going to be unique because we're not together. So we're doing right. this virtual. Right. And I've gone through, so I've read all of them and they're the way that I've done this is I, I have them all in slips of paper. They are in bowls okay. and I'm going to ask, you know, we're going to ask each other truth or dare, and I am going to sift through, pick one and we'll go from there. So that's kind of the procedure here via via the zoom <laughs> okay you want to go first i guess <laughs> okay um do you want okay good night truth or dare oh i'm gonna be a, a a chicken and go safe and say truth truth okay this is me picking through you're gonna be spilling the tea on this episode uh, <laughs> okay, i think it might <laughs> all right Oh, we can't do that one. We've already done it. Okay. It was it was asking if you would uh, date someone with children again. So we hey, answer, that. answer that. Yes, truth. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. Okay, here we go. Um. Oh, truth. What is your biggest guilty pleasure? It's not so juicy. What's your biggest oh. guilty pleasure? Trashy reality TV. Uh, okay, so are you like, are you like a ninety day fiance? Are you like yes, ninety day fiance, Real Housewives of Atlanta and Potomac. 
Um, what is, okay, this one, you guys, don't judge me. Listen, don't judge me. Okay, Christina, you're, you're gonna laugh at this one. Okay. <laughs> it is called Love After Lockup. No. Oh my God. <laughs> I stumbled upon this show on Amazon. On Amazon, okay. And it was, I think, I don't know what, you know how Amazon has various, you know, platforms underneath it and all that. But anyway, yeah. like, what the heck is this? You know, because we, you know, have worked in that, you know, jail uh -huh. environment. I'm like, let me just see what's going on. Anyways, long story short, it's about people that uh, communicate with inmates and um, fall in love. And then they get out and then they figure out if the love will work after lockup. Oh my God. It's freaking crazy. It's hilarious. And I binge watch it sometimes and I'm not proud of it, but I am very much entertained. So are you like psychoanalyzing these individuals? Yeah. Being like, You have you, what is your ACEs score? <laughs> like, oh, yeah. So many oh, questions. <laughs> so many so questions. I, oh. I, yeah. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just going to say from like people that have been incarcerated for a few years to those that have been incarcerated for, you know, 20 plus odd years for very violent crimes. I'm just so intrigued. Okay. So <laughs> fun fact and, uh, interpersonal story here. I'm just going to tangent this. Okay. All right. So here I've talked, I on, I've talked about how my mom is like, was the bio mom in my family situation, right? Like I was a step kid, my parents split. I had multiple step moms. Um, my mom remarried to my stepdad. Now try and try and follow along here. So my mom and my stepdad get together. Unfortunately, my stepdad was married to another woman at the time. Okay. So my mom was the other woman I know calling her out on blast but so his ex-wife my mom and her ended up and I had a stepbrother um at the time so my mom ended up befriending bio mom like my mom was a stepmom she was befriending bio mom I mean to the point where she was coming to our holidays and that was freaking weird like oh. It's really interesting being in the position that I am now and doing what I do and then looking at my own childhood and I'm like talking to mom, to my mom and being like, you were fucking wacky. Like, what were you thinking? Like, what? So she befriended the bio mom, right? Mm -hmm. Long story short, bio mom ended up, because we're all like assessing bio moms, right? So imagine, imagine if bio mom started talking to someone in prison Mm -hmm. she met a dude in prison who was in prison for murder mm. he murdered his girlfriend when he was a teenager his girlfriend's parents and he was like locked away oh wow <laughs> so i don't know why i'm telling this story but it's just wild like yeah. this like locked up so they they got married <laughs> They got married while he was still incarcerated. My mom went to the wedding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that happen? Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. Um, anyway, so he ended up getting out. He got like paroled, like served like 20 some years or some shit. And it's just like, it's just wild. Like that fucking happens. Are they still together? As far as I know. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah. Yeah. And I actually, what's interesting too, because at the time when they got married and he got out, I was working for the state um, helping individuals get jobs who were recently incarcerated. Like that was my job at the time. So I actually like worked with him for a little bit, like not professionally, but just like as a family friend. How weird is that? Yeah. <laughs> it's wild. Anyways, I'm going to check out that show because obviously I'm very intrigued <laughs> by this romantic. Yeah. It's just, there's so many layers to it and I definitely psychoanalyze it and I'm just intrigued by both parties and the relationships and the yeah. assimilation or the re, you know, just readjusting to life when you, yeah. you know, back out in the relationships. Yeah. And so there's a lot of moving parts. And then in between all that is reality TV and it's trash. Yeah. Reality. Right. So hilarious so when they edit it really well to be really yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. so anyway, <laughs> all right there. there there's my truth <laughs> all right so I'm gonna do a dare okay oh boy I know I'm actually regretting it as my hand is in this bowl <laughs> okay dare <laughs> do 10 squats <laughs> all right you're gonna be my witness I'm gonna start all right girl let me see him uh, with a uh, former right. lifter over here. One, two, three, four, yep. five, hey girl. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten. And I'm going below parallel. So they are legit squats, people. Yeah. Um, thank you to whoever wrote that and didn't write burpees because, oh, I didn't um, specify this, but I'm going to throw in a rule right now uh-huh. and say that if we do not want to do a dare, that's fine. We just need to finish our drink instead. Okay. Cause I am not doing a burpee, not today, <laughs> not tomorrow. I know. <laughs> right? like, I'm so glad that that's not burpees. I can handle the squats. Yes, come on, booty bird. I love it. <laughs> okay. All right. Truth or dare girl. Oh, now I feel like I got to do a dare just cause I got to square up. Come on. Fine. No. Take a sip. Take a sip. All right, I'm ready. Okay. Please don't let it be physical activity. I have to. Oh. Read one of the last DMs you got. Oh. Okay. I won't. Well, let's see here. I'll be discreet. I mean, because I don't want to pay anybody on blast. Yeah, just don't don't say who it was from, but just read it out loud. This last DM says, um, <laughs> let me get to him. Hold on. You, you know, I'm still getting used to this now. Where are the my very last DM? Okay, the very last DM was it was a blast. Happy Monday. That's it? That's it. Oh, that's no, that's not juicy. Okay, you want me to read the other one? Yeah, I give me another one. <laughs> well, let me like this one because this was very sweet. Um, <laughs> and um, okay, so this one was a DM from earlier today, and I was gonna read that one, but you said the last one, so I had to read the very last one. So this one was from a few hours ago. And this person and I were uh, messaging about something related to 
something I must have liked or something. Anyways, I'm not gonna get into detail. Who cares? But just read it all out. No context. Just say what the what's I know, the gosh, I like to give the background. Okay. The last DM said, by the way, congratulations on passing your exam. Oh, yay. <laughs> yes. And she went on to say, I'm I'm sorry to hear about your father's passing. I still have both parents and can't imagine how sad plus difficult it has been for you. I'm a firm believer in that our family members that have uh, crossed over are always with us and celebrate such accomplishments with us as well. Mm -hmm. I hope his sweet memories bring a smile to your face and some comfort too. And that was such a beautiful message. And of course I responded, but um, yeah, that was a very, that was an amazing DM I got earlier today. So thanks boo. Oh, I'm so glad you shared that. Yeah. Oh, Everyone collectively. Oh, <laughs> I didn't have anything spicy. Dang. I know. Well, you saw my stories today, how I got on blast by someone who was pissed off about, you know, oh, you're, you're so negative, whatever. I messaged you right about that. I'm like, what is happening? I know, Ooh. you know, whatever it is, what it is moving on. All right. Social I'm going to, huh? It's the, the, the ups and downs of social media, right? Yep. Yep. It is comes with territory. All right. I'm picking a truth. Okay. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> All right. This one says, oh, <laughs> oh dun, dun, dun. describe a time, you know, you were high conflict. Oh shit. Ooh, tell us the tea. Yeah, I'm trying to think. Um, I think, you know, it's funny, like over time, going back to trying to prove yourself, you know, in the very beginning and stuff, I think that I had made, I won't say mistakes necessarily, but I think I was so hell bent on trying to assert my role and like let bio mom know, like I am not going anywhere. Um, that I probably appeared high conflict, honestly, where I was probably asserting myself in, in ways that caused more issue where now I feel more confident and who I am to my stepson, I feel more confident in, in my role around my home and who I am to my husband and just overall, like more established mm -hmm. that, for example, like, I don't feel like I need to show up to everything, right. or I feel like I don't need to, you know, like I used to go to all the doctor's appointments. Um, and now it's, it's not so much the physical doctor's appointments that I feel like I need to be at. I care more about the mental health ones, obviously, yeah. given what I do. But um, so I, I don't have a specific like example in mind, but I can I can reflect honestly and, and think back to I I probably didn't need to go to those things um, really. And those are things that caused a lot of issue um, within our dynamic. And, um, you know, I was able, I, I probably could have been able to establish my role or show her that I'm not going anywhere, um, in different ways, or it didn't need to be so fucking rigid, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. 
that's hard for me to say. I have to, I have to admit. <laughs> because I, reflection. I love it. I know. Like I, I, man, I was, I was like, no, like I want to go to things. Um, but now I, I kind of give the insight of, yes, you can go to things, but did I want to go to all those things? No, no. I didn't want to go to, and that's where I feel the difference in the growth is mm-hmm. where I was going because I needed to prove to her or I needed to show her or whatever, even though I was literally like so anxious and I was pitting out all my shirts because I really didn't want to be there, but I felt I had to, or I should. Yeah. Um, and now it's like, no, that's not the case. I'm only going to go if my anxiety can handle it. Um, and you know, if I really, or if I really need to. Yeah. So yeah, that's great. And that's, that's uh look at you being transparent about that. And I think it's relatable. I think so many that are listening probably are nodding their heads with the whole proving yourself role piece, me included, myself included. I mean, it just, it comes with the journey, right? So, but um, girl, that's easy. That's not that high conflict though, girl, listen. I don't know. That's the first thing that came to my mind. Okay. (laughs) I I did get it up in her face, but I've told that story many times. Uh, So (laughs) we don't need to go there. (laughs) That's a really good example though. I think very relatable. All right, girl, truth or dare? All right, truth. Ah. Fine, dare. No, truth, truth, truth. I already said it. I already said it. I already said it. I already said it. <laughs> My face. <laughs> so scared. <laughs> um, do you or have you ever compared yourself to Biomom? Hell no. <laughs> That's a firm hell to the no. <laughs> to the no. For so many reasons hell no well okay so comparing can be negative or positive right like I compare myself to her and in that like I'm better than you in a lot of ways (laughs) I mean if we want to go there yes I guess okay sorry that clearly you guys that was my initial (laughs) reaction Reaction, right to the no okay um because there is no comparison however when it comes to mothering um the child absolutely because um you know uh I'm gonna use my words wisely because this is no longer my situation but I'm gonna say what I saw and what I experienced was just nothing um in comparison to what I was doing for that child and that any uh child um should experience across the board so in that aspect absolutely did I compare because I felt I was the better um uh, and stronger role model, uh, female presence, mother figure, whatever you want to plug in. So mm-hmm. in that way, absolutely did I compare myself. Mm-hmm. As a woman, as an individual, I stand by my answer, hail to the no. There's no mm-hmm. comparison on so many levels. We won't get into that, honey. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. won't get into that. But, um, but yes, parenting, absolutely. Because um, I gave that child what she needed and uh, her biological mother could not unfortunately so Mm -hmm. So, yeah and I think when you're in in your kind of situation like it is it is a reaction like that right I think (laughs) there are some people well where you know it it's well you answered more of comparison as a mother did you ever compare as like he was once with her yeah, and I just laughed at him. And, and, and quite frankly, if I'm honest, 
it was a few times I was like, what in the hell again? Yeah. What in the hell were you thinking? Mm-hmm. And it was attributed to young and brain wasn't de- fully developed and, you know, just being a dude. Cause I'm like, really? Because you didn't even upgrade, man. You like you, you, you went from just one planet to a whole nother with me. And listen, I'm not tooting my own horn, but I am because there is just, yes, there, I mean, it's just light years. I mean, there's just so much difference. And honestly, when you take a minute and take the sarcasm out of that, uh, I thought about um, this is a person that you once upon a time chose. Mm-hmm. And um, I don't think people just magically become a different person overnight. Mm-hmm. You obviously, there were some traits there, right? That were present when y'all were together and you created a child with this person and this is her mom. And it's like, you know, when you see the behaviors and you see the choices individuals making, you can't help but look at your partner and be like, really? Like, what were you thinking at that time? Right. Because again, I'm going back to the kid and I'm thinking about her. I'm thinking this is part of her story now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then superficially, I'm like, bro, what were you thinking? Like all around? Like, really? Yeah. No. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And, and, (laughs) and they were married. Right. And I feel like the other part, like the people that can relate to my story, of they were never married. It was an oops situation. They were, they were barely dating, like all of that. Um, my husband has like gotten frustrated with me for my judgment of being like, what were you thinking? And he called me out. He was like, really? Can you tell me that anyone that you slept with, you would be happy having a baby with them? And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> there was a bouncer guy, Richard. I, I'm so glad that nothing came of that. Like, you know, like, I'm like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. yeah. Backpedal. So like, I, I, I like have to. Yeah. Well, I like that. I, he threw it right back at you. I know. Yeah. He's so smart sometimes. God damn it. Because if you really think about it, you're like, nah, no, no. Yeah. Yeah. Good one, Jake. Damn. I know. All right. I'm doing a dare. <laughs> okay. 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 dump out your purse and tell us what's inside (laughs) is your purse handy i will go grab it okay Okay. (laughs) oh god Okay, it's, oh God, it's a small purse, but man, I shoved some shit in it. Okay, here's what's in my purse, guys. Okay. Um, I got my wallet, Uh huh. which is not exciting. Um, I have some gum. Uh, my favorite gum is the Orbit gum, uh, flavor sweet mint. Yummy. I have a bunch of receipts. <laughs> I thought I was the only one. Oh my God, look at all these receipts. What's that? I have a, I'm going to throw these away. Yeah. I have a applesauce pouch top. That's from my daughter. <laughs> cause you're, I was going to say, cause you're a mama. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I have face mist. <laughs> nice. Yes. Um, I had this, this is funny. I actually had this in my purse when we were in Palm Springs mm. because it was so damn hot. And like this, this rose facial mist or whatever. Rose oil? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's, it's so refreshing. Um, I have a lip crayon from Honest Beauty. 
Okay. Um, peppermint beadlets from doTERRA. What's up? Oh. Like, you know, my oil people. Okay. Do you, wait, do you apply that when it's a warm day? No. So it's, um, it's, uh, for your mouth. It's breath. It's, um, oral. Oh, so oh, they're oh. really teeny tiny. They're like breath mints. It's little oh. teeny tiny. And I'll give you one next time I see you. It's like, you put it in your mouth and they explode. And it's like, oh, it's, it's very refreshing. Oh, um, very I have my birdie personal safety alarm. Oh. This was an Instagram purchase and it's actually really great. Although I will say um, when I was going through TSA, when we were going to Palm Springs, this detached and it is very loud and very distracting. And I'm surprised that I did not get like tackled there for being a distraction. Uh, you'll appreciate this. Uh, oh, <laughs> I, yeah. have, I have Narcan. Um, spray, uh, in the event that I am around anyone who is having a heroin overdose, yep, because yep. I am a working professional <laughs> job, my earbuds, uh-huh. I have napkins, I have hand sanitizer. I have a phone charger. I have a little pouch full of ibuprofen chapstick. And what is that? My husband, no, that's my uh, extra car key. Nice. And that's my purse. <laughs> Your purse has everything in it. I mean, it's like all the essentials. Snacks. That's that's in my thing. There's no snacks. There's nothing to drink. Otherwise, <laughs> you have it covered, man. Oh, and I have a Sharpie and a pen. <laughs> oh my God, it's like Rite Aid in a bag. No, this is a very personal question. <laughs> Oh, that's a few items. Let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was a good one. I like that. That was fun. Okay. Uh, truth or dare? All right, it's dare. Come on. Yes. Okay. 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 Here we go. No, I'm excited. Actually, let's go. Oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> Require me getting up? <laughs> no. It requires you kind of getting mad. <laughs> uh oh. Pretend you are telling bio mom off and tell her everything you really think about her. Oh man. Well, let me just go ahead and, you know, channel my old self. You can drink if you want. No, no. <laughs> Wait, what was, what was the deer again? Let me just be specific while I pour a little bit more wine here. So pretend essentially I'm bio mom <laughs> and you are going to tell me off, like tell okay everything that you would want to say about her. Oh my God. Well, that would take a long time, but I'm just going to do a synopsis if that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> first I will go ahead and, you know, take a little sip. <laughs> Cheers. Cheer. Like so. And really what I would tell this individual is that you need to get your motherfucking shit together, period, point blank. Mm -hmm. The decisions you make are not just about you and they were no longer about you once you decided to have a child or children. Mm -hmm. So you are fucking up your life and let that be your truth, but now you're fucking up your daughter's lives. And I'm using not just my stepdaughter, but her sister as well. And so get your head out of your ass, okay? Stop with the bullshit, stop with the excuses, be an adult, do what you gotta do. Because once upon a time, you thought you had a story that was gonna help you kind of solve 
your issues by, you know, leaning on individuals and not being accountable for what you need to do. But at the end of the day, you are fucking up your kids' lives. And because of that, I'm fucking in your motherfucking face. I'm pissed at you, okay? And I would call her all kinds of names. I would get all up <laughs> in her face, all kinds of hands waving, like, what the fuck, bitch? <laughs> and say, you got a beautiful daughter that's relying on you to be a strong individual, a strong woman, a role model. And all you do is keep fucking up. And you are a fool to not think that what you're doing to this child will not impact her now, tomorrow, and for years to come. Mm -hmm. So you need to go to therapy. Mm -hmm. Or treatment. Together. Yeah, exactly. And, and or <laughs> dual diagnosis. <laughs> yes, all, so many things. All of the treatment modalities need to be applied to you. And the next person that comes into your, your daughter's life, don't be intimidated. Mm something or someone you are not mm -hmm. but let that be motivation for you to gather yourself and to be the woman you need to be for her because mm -hmm. you're her mom and that's unconditional love and you fucking that shit up tough mm -hmm. and the next time you call me out my motherfucking name I'm not gonna be a licensed mental health professional and I'm gonna be that chick but I will today <laughs> <laughs> That's what I would say, unedited. Uh, so my theme behind that is don't fuck your kids' lives up, man, period. Yeah. Not on my clock, not on my time. Yep. Mic drop. Right. Uh, cheers, baby. Cheers. Is that therapeutic? I feel like it was. <laughs> yeah, it was therapeutic. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I don't know. So many things you can say to an individual like that, but, you know, we just got to make sure that the babies are good and... um and we gotta, mm -hmm. we gotta realize that our actions, um, you know what I mean? They do impact the children at the end of the day. So yeah, uh, she catching, yeah. forget that. She's catching G from the other side on an off day, honey. Listen, mm -mm. I don't want to meet you in an alleyway. <laughs> um, yeah. You know, I, I put her away cause I, you know, I'm a professional. I'm a grown up these days. <laughs> uh. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. That was fun. So it was fun. All right. So how about we do one more each and then we'll call it. Sound good? Let's do it. All right. That was your turn. Your oh, turn. My turn. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to do a truth. Did I do a truth last time? No, I did there. I did my first. Okay. All right. What does it say? It says, do you like spending time with your stepson without your husband? Hmm. <laughs> with without it <laughs> doesn't matter <laughs> um honestly it's it has less to do with my stepson and more just about because I feel the same way yeah I honestly feel the same way mm, I don't know it's not that different when it's with my daughter or my stepson and my husband is there or not there like I just like having another parent there to help me where like, for the love of God, can I go to the bathroom by myself without little fingers underneath the door, you know, like mama, come out, you know, like that drives me insane. So, um, I mean, I, I feel like it's not necessarily without my husband there. It's, um, when my stepson and I can have one-on-one -on -one time together, 
Um, I like quality and like, I'm in the good mindset. Like, I feel like I have the space for him. Um, it's like a good, uh, it's a good interaction. Like I enjoy it. Um, so I do like having that. Um, when my husband is there, it's a different dynamic altogether. So I feel like, you know, um, the answer is yes. Like, yeah, I, I do like having him without my husband there, but as far as like having another parent there to back me up, like yeah. I prefer that <laughs> I prefer my husband to be there all the time. Um, but that's not an option. Right. So I make the most of it. Yeah. That makes sense. Some challenges, but overall you enjoy him. Yeah. Like I, I, I try, like I have to make a mental shift sometimes and be like, he is 10 years old. He's obviously annoying. He is being a normal 10 year old boy. He stinks and that's normal. Like, <laughs> you know, and then I enjoy him for the quirkiness that he has. And it gets funny. Like he makes up jokes and I actually laugh. So, <laughs> oh, um, all right, girl, last one, truth or dare. Truth. Ruth, here we go. It is. I didn't realize that there was water in this glass before I put this paper in here. So they're kind of all slimy. Uh-oh. Like, look at this. <laughs> so okay. Truth, uh, share your most embarrassing stepmom moment. Mm. Oh, wow. I mean, I shared on stories, like some, an embarrassing moment a couple weeks ago. Of yours? Yeah. You want to share yours? No, <laughs> I want you to do it. <laughs> My most embarrassing stepmom story. Like in regards to like with the kid or? Yeah, anything. Like did anything happen that was like embarrassing? I mean, she was a very, she's, she's a very inquisitive kid. Like she asked like a lot of questions. I'm, there has to be something where she like, um embarrassed you oh my god this is hard I'm trying to think of like you want to pick another one you want to drink you want to do a dare <laughs> yeah uh yeah, yeah I can't think of something like where she embarrassed me in public or anything like I mean okay. I really can't think of anything like that it just yeah okay is that weird good for you bitch I'm just kidding <laughs> we had some good talks because so she didn't really embarrass me and if and if she did say something it was probably something I expected I don't know oh, right God. and I have a boy I have a boy so he embarrasses me all the time <laughs> yeah so that's yeah that's different and like I mean we, I mean you know all right so pick something else do okay. you want to do another one grab another yeah. one oh I suck sorry that was cool. I'm gonna go with truth because I want to do over I wish I had a better story. I can't <laughs> think about that all night now. Like, really think about that. Okay. Anyway. <sighs> okay. Do you creep on by a mom's social media? <laughs> okay. No, no, no. Dare. Do a dare. Okay. Do a dare. Okay. That doesn't <laughs> apply to me either. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm all over the place with this final. <laughs> all right. <laughs> oh, it's the one I told you about 
I need you to rap a random rap lyric. Oh my God, really? Random rap, I'm showing it to you. Random rap lyrics, do it. Or I can drink. Or you can drink if you want to be lame like that. <laughs> Challenges me, y'all. She called me lame. Okay. Um, Come on, you you, you know, what? Okay. Or, or a song, a lyric of any sort. Yeah, okay, she's bopping her. I'm channeling, I'm channeling, I'm channeling. Okay, earlier when we, <laughs> okay, anyways. For those of you that know the old school R&B or the old school rap Warren G, that's the first thing that comes to my head. I'm sorry. And mm -hmm. it goes, it was a clear black night, a clear white moon. Warren G was on the streets trying to consume for the East so I can get some rolling in my ride. And that's all I got. <laughs> Nice. <laughs> Warren G, I butchered the shit. Yes. Um. Anyways, there's a little West Coast love right there. <laughs> oh my god. Um. I feel like I need to pull that up really quick. Oh, rolling down the street, smoking, mm, 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 sipping on gin and juice. Wait, what's that song? That was a song. What? No, that wasn't a song. What, did you, was that song? Snoop? Did you switch to Snoop? <laughs> I said West Coast, and then I started rapping Snoop or singing Snoop. Okay, yeah, clearly. You know what it is? I was listening to on my walk earlier, old school 2000 uh, rap and hip hop. So there was a lot of Snoop, Warren G, just, yeah, there's a lot of that going on. You were going for Regulate, right? Yes, Regulator. All right, we're just gonna listen to this really quick. Come on. But you can't be any geek off the street. Gotta be handy with the steel if you know what I mean. Ernie Key. This is what a park. I was trying to rap. A clear white moon, Warmer G was on the streets trying to consume some skirts for the E so I could get some phones rolling in my ride. Hey, just hit the east side of the LBC on a mission trying to find Mr. Warren G. Hey, okay, I just need to do real quick. <laughs> All right. Yes, I oh, love I'm so glad you got that one because I would have, uh, I told you, I would have done the um, sugar honey iced tea because yeah. I sing that, I sing that in the car. And I mean, I'm talking to a baby mama and I'm talking to like, you know the song, right? Well, now you got to do it. Oh God. You got to give us a quick preview of what you're doing. I don't want to sing it, but I will play it. Uh, I just, I just rapped to Warren G. Okay. <laughs> and if he heard this, he'd be very disappointed. <laughs> I love you, Warren G. Um... Okay, so it's like sugar honey iced tea. <laughs> These bitches don't like me. These bitches want to fight me and doing shit just to spite me. Yes. I see them talking on the IG. Thank you, jealous, maybe high key. I got the juice, I got the high seat. Where come? No. Do I care? Unlikely. And then I go into the, like, I legit like go off on. <laughs> This. I love that. So you've never heard this song? I have to hear it. I'm not the best. Okay, player. I'm gonna play it because seriously, I think honestly, this I became aware of this song because of the Radical Stepmom Spotify playlist. Like someone said, put this on the playlist, and I was like, okay. 
So I did. And then I listened to it and I'm like, shut up. Okay, here we go. this because you can only hear us but christina was the lyric and all of the vibe was just coming out and i'm like okay i see you uh-huh yeah 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 um that is one of my favorites so anyways this was super fun this was fun we could go on for hours but we, we really could we've been at this for a while so <laughs> man we covered a lot today we did when we do our uh, our reunions and i really appreciate you inviting me on <laughs> inviting is a really weird word like you are literally <laughs> welcome anytime just let me know you know yes. that I yeah love i love our time together and i love uh recording and uh, we covered you know like i said we covered the good the bad the serious the funny the crazy mm -hmm. The mm -hmm. and now you all know that you know mm -hmm. i carry narcan and <laughs> Yeah, and you know? he mixes up Warren G and Snoop Dogg lyrics. So. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, we are trying to live our best life. <laughs> You're just learning a lot about us. Okay. Oh, God. All right. All right. Well, thank you, G. Until next time, um, everyone, thank you for joining. Be well and stay radical. Bye. All right, ladies, the episode is over, but do you want a little more? Come find me on Instagram and join the community at Radical Stepmoms Podcast or schedule a one-on-one -on -one session and get that personalized support or become a Radical member and gain access to exclusive content like bonus episodes and merch. Radical Stepmoms is so much bigger than a podcast. Check out the details and the notes on this episode.